Beer, Blood, and the Bayou contains adult language, graphic descriptions of delicious hop treats, and real crimes perpetrated in and around the greater Houston metropolitan area. Viewer discretion is advised. Bitches. Holy God, is this, is this Josh? It is, man. Back oh. from the dead. Oh my God, how are you, uh, how are you feeling, man? Uh, a lot better, man. I uh, thought I was going to be diagnosed with mad cow disease, <laughs> but um, turns out that wasn't uh, what it was. Wow. So I, I actually, I I apologize to both you and Brower for that uh, missing out last week. Of course, now he's not able to make it this week. Yeah. Uh, and this is, I think it's kind of because, you know, your situation right now with having to be on the road. Yeah. It's not our normal setting. So we, I promise to all of our listener that we will be back in full effect with our quality gear and um, all together facing each other. Yeah. And it's really, I mean, if, yeah, it's really my fault. I mean, I'm the guy who's kind of, I'm three, uh, three hours behind everybody yeah. in Houston and really apologize for uh it's brower and i talked about it it's definitely your fault so yeah okay but we'll talk about that off the air yeah y'all did a great uh (laughs) y'all did a great episode i i wish i could have been there with y'all to answer or listen to some of the phone calls and talk about them yeah actually just so our listener knows uh the emails i'm the one that typically checks those and you check uh the voicemails which is kind of funny and brower just handles I guess the uh, complaint department. Mostly hate, yeah. Lots of hate, yeah. yeah. So uh, I did have emails to discuss. Oh, it really? Stinks it. Yeah, it stinks it. I didn't uh, get a chance to read them, but we'll do them on the next uh, show when we have another one of those call-in shows. But oh. I do want to read one that came in after the podcast that okay. I thought was very informative for uh, for everyone, yeah. if you don't mind. Absolutely, man. It, it was kind of weird. It, it caught me off guard, to be honest, but uh, because the, the subject was just L-O-Q in like all caps. L O Q, yeah, L O Q. Q is in Queen. Laugh out quiche. No, actually, when I opened it, it was uh, laugh out quiet, and it was someone saying that uh, they really missed James being on the podcast, and they suggested two T-shirt ideas. Was you want to hear them? Okay, yeah, go ahead. Uh, one of them was uh, it's lame without James. Ah! <laughs> and the other one, where was it? Um, Without James is not the same. Wow. So I think that uh, they may be onto something. So, I, I mean, y'all did a great job, but, I mean, I got to yeah. say, I think that uh, we got that one complaint in on our email. Interesting. Well, so, I think, yeah, I think if Brower was here right now, he'd probably be uh, probably be slapping you, talking about how amazing he is, basically, oh, yeah, sure. basically talking about how everybody's just sitting back waiting for the Bayou section. And they don't give a shit about what we talk about, right? Yeah, he just hey, wanting to go to sleep near mine, like he always does. Yeah, getting some getting some Z's, which I've gotten a lot of those over the past week. I really was sick. I uh, yeah, what was the deal? So yeah, really, what was it? Wasn't wasn't swine flu? Wasn't no, bird it wasn't flu? Wasn't cow? No. Um, I did. I didn't know what it was. I thought hey. it may have been ele- elephantitis or something, but hand, foot, mouth. It, yeah, I well, actually, I 
I think I got it from the little one's uh, daycare, which I yeah. could possibly – I think I'm actually banned from there, which I can talk about that in a minute if you want. But yeah. the, the the bigger thing is that I went to the doctor when I was sick. I left work because I, I could feel it coming on, and it was kind of funny. I went there, and the uh, nurse practitioner who helped me asked me what my symptoms were. I told her that you know I, I know myself. I know my body. I know when I'm getting sick. Yeah. I want to cut it off at the pass. What can you give me? She's like, well, let me check it out. You know, open your mouth, check your ears. And she sat down and she's like, okay. I go, well, give it to me straight. What, you know, what is it? And she's like, you've got a cold. I'm like, a, a cold? She's like, yeah. Um, and you could tell she was like really wanting to laugh. And I'm like, that's hardcore. Oh, you know, I go, no, I go, I mean, it's, it's getting, it's getting bad though. You, you want to check it again? Or I mean, it's, <laughs> it's, it's pretty bad. And she's like, Nah, no, nah, it's a cold. It's definitely a cold. I mean, it's it's gonna be. It could be worse. But I said, well, what do you, what can I get for medicine? Can I get you know, what do I get penicillin or something? And she's like, yeah, nah. She's like, I. She's like, I don't know, hot tea, and like started telling me all these things, and I'm like, <laughs> is she really gonna do? So I I had to force her to give me a prescription of uh, these steroid pills you can take like over six days, and it like just basically helps your immune system. Yeah. yeah, I was sick. I mean, I was like miserable, but I wasn't like in a wheelchair or anything, but I didn't, I mean, she was really, I, she went as far as I didn't notice this until she made me take my file back to the front. Yeah. And uh, when I, when she was done that she was filling out, which I thought was kind of weird, but she, I looked at it on the way up, of course, and she checked a box that was just an acronym, but I was able to figure out that it was, what, it was, meant, the, what was the acronym? It, it meant straightforward. Like this case was straightforward, which I think the oh. the one below that was that she could have checked was this guy's wasting our fucking time. <laughs> I mean, it was super, I didn't, I didn't have to pay. I mean, I, it was literally free. They gave me like a fucking piece of candy and a balloon and that was it. <laughs> I felt so stupid. They made me feel so stupid, but I really was sick, but yeah. I, I don't know. So I got, I got some steroids, but I feel, ba- I feel great now. So, uh, so they laughed, the saddle. Wow. They laughed you out of the office, man. That's, yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, I don't like being sick, and I don't like uh, it getting worse potentially because it could like yeah. ruin your weekend. So I like to cut it off at the at the pass. And I mean, I mean, I sounded horrible. There's no way I could have recorded for sure, but yeah, apparently it was just a according to her a, a bad cold. But uh, the jury's still out on that one. Interesting. So very interesting. Well, I'm glad. I'm glad you're feeling better. I I was certain that it was something that was just so horrible you could make. I mean. I, I don't know what to believe now. I mean, even the doctor said you really really weren't that sick, but um, and you didn't show up. I uh, feel better I don't now. Know. I mean, that, I, I don't I, I don't know what to believe. No, nah, I feel a lot better. That balloon cheered me up, and I think that I'm over it. So sounds like you know what you know what it sounds like to me. It sounds like you got like a hot new magic card in or something. You just needed to run oh, down to the local nerd nerdery. We're not gonna go there. Place we're not cards, gonna go there. Huh? Yeah. But anyway, I feel great uh, now, man. I um. I feel 100%. So back on the saddle, ready to record. Got a story to talk about this week. Um, good, good. It's man, pretty creepy. Great, yeah. It is one that is in our backyard, or not yours right now, because you're obviously in Alaska, but it's right. um, pretty disturbing. Interesting. Good deal. So what? Uh, so before we get to that, what about the weekend? What did you do? Did anything good? Anything fun? Or? Uh, man, you know, mostly just laid around and... Relax, try to feel better with my uh, hot tea and medicine that I didn't get. Yeah. So I basically I did a whole lot of wow. nothing for the most part, just lazy around the house. What about you? You uh, you been drinking some good beer? Yeah, or what? yeah, I, yeah, yeah. So I uh, so a couple things. So I um, 
had a really interesting weekend. So every weekend here, it's like during the summer, uh, it's basically the the wilderness is open and like go live it, right? Mm-hmm. You know, like it, there's only a couple good months of weather and it's still like really cold. But um, so before I went, I actually ended up going camping this weekend. But um, before I went camping, um, I stopped at a, um, it was it was a, basically a, um, it's you know it's not a brewery it's like a right. cider house right so they make they make cider and uh i i i'm not a huge fan of cider uh i'm just not so typically it's like super super sweet usually a lot of the cider a lot of people who make cider it's usually very unbalanced and i don't know i'm just i just never really been a fan but a lot of people here were pushing me to go uh, to this place and so i went to this place it's called uh double hmm. shovel and it got a really really cool tap room really cool logo and uh they said, "Hey, you need to try this raspberry sour," and it was just fucking. It was delicious. It was absolutely. How many? I wonderful, thought there's a lot of breweries up there. Yeah, you know it's really weird. So there's only a couple hundred thousand mm-hmm. people here, but man, I there is a shit ton of breweries, and there's like there's like new ones like every day. You know, it's just it's so crazy. everyone's I mean, caught the, on to the fat I mean, up there, even in Alaska. They're not immune to the craft yeah, beer fat. Well, I I think the other thing too is that it's you know it's a big tourist destination. So, you know, there's just this whole, like, outdoor vibe, you know? And I think, like, you look, think about, like, Colorado or mm. Oregon or something like that. Uh, it, it just kind of lends itself to to that sort of, uh, oh, you yeah, know, that like, sort of environment. Oh, uh, yeah, it's like outdoor porn for, for most, like, men and women that are into that kind of scene. Like, fly fishing exactly, and, like, let's, and ice let's fishing. Go, yeah, let's go, like, let's go kayaking, and then, you know, on our way back home, let's stop at the brewery. Yeah, a couple I don't know that I would like it up there. I mean, I like the outdoors. I love camping, obviously, but I don't know. I mean, it's, I don't yeah. know if I want to be all the way up there freezing my ass off camping. Yeah, let, let me just tell you something. You would, you would really like it. But here, so back so back to the beer real quick. Um, so, I, so this other cider that I had there, and this is what fucking blew me away. Um, it's called Forget Me Hop. Okay, which you know, I thought was a pretty clever name, right? Kind I guess. of. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, I'm not. I'm no marketing genius, but anyhow. So the reason why I really liked it was because they actually dry hop this cider, right? You know, so if you think of hops, the hops are typically like bitter, um, but you know, when you're dry hopping, you're going more for like right. an aroma type thing. But this this cider was so well balanced, man, and it had just like a little tiny bit of like hoppy flavor. And it just blew my socks off. So I'm bringing some for all home. your friends, for everyone else, but Brower and I. Yeah, for people to drink. No, actually, I think you guys would actually really like it too. I mean, I think it's safe enough. So it's it's like a hybrid, man. It's like a. I just haven't had any. Um, I haven't had any 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 ciders with hops in them. So it's kind of like a new thing for me, at least. I mean, it may have been around. I've just really haven't been looking at hops or exploring. I'm sorry, looking at ciders or exploring ciders. So. I don't know. So anyhow, so I went to that brewery, tried that beer, absolutely amazing, and then it proceeded to like the best campsite I've ever been to in my entire life. And uh, we 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 camped right next to the uh, Talhikna River, and like in the back is like Denali Mountains, and it's just absolutely fucking mm. beautiful. And you know the sun, so it like never sets. So you just have all these like really 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 cool vibe. All these people just out there drinking, probably doing drugs. Just yeah, there's like these, there's like this bluegrass two man band out there just playing like next to the river until like two a.m. and just a r- huge rip roaring fire. I mean, just wood everywhere, you know. And it was just mm-hmm. like 
So I'm sitting there, right? And like, you know, the sun, it never really, doesn't ever really set. I'm just sitting there. Aside from like getting married uh, or like, you know, kids being born or that sort of thing. I mean, probably one of the better experiences of my life. It was just very cathartic, man. It was like just this moving, like, what does it all mean? Like, but um, my God, man, it was just, it was absolutely amazing. I just, um, I can see how people get lost up here and just really fall in love with it. I forget about the side of Alaska. I always think of like ice fishing and igloos and Eskimos hanging out. Yeah. I don't, I forget about the, the beauty in the summer, you know? Yeah. It's really, I mean, it's just, it is so overwhelming. Like every single turn, man, it's just some other glacier filled green water lake and just another mountain and another, you know, hippie tripping on shrooms or whatever. But, um, it's good, man. Hmm. I really, I really like my time up here. So anyhow, um, but you're enough. back. Uh, you shouldn't have to go back for a while, at least, right? Or no, man. So no, I no, man. I uh, I'm back for two weeks, and then I go back up for three. So this is going to be an ongoing rotation for a while. Well, no, actually, this next rotation is my last rotation. So then, hopefully, we can kind of resume to normal after the summer. Yeah, we're going to have to so. keep doing minisodes until then, but we will eventually get back to our routine. Yeah, really sorry, guys. This is kind of what we have to do for the the time being. But we had a really good. Every every week, it seems like we, you know, statistically, you know, we're following our our downloads, and we we do a little bit better every week. So, we want to thank everybody who who downloads us and listens to us. Yeah, and, and I'm sure once they get wind that I'm on this one, this one will probably be a lot more popular than last week's. God, you two are just so I'm fucking joking. cocky, dude. Brower always Brower always says he's the funny one. So yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyway, um, anyway, so cool. All right, cool. Yeah, that's awesome, yep. man. I'm glad uh, you're having fun, and I do. Like I said, I brought a case. I didn't know that if Brower was going to make it and we were going to do a full episode, but it is going to be kind of a mini-sode. But, you know, by all means, I can go over this creepy case I have if you want. Yeah, yeah, let, yeah let's do it. So um, let's take a quick break, and uh, we'll be right back after this. are back for the blood yeah for the blood we're just getting right into it so uh no i'm just i'm excited that you you know it's just good to hear your voice and good to hear good to hear you back in the saddle that sounded really creepy uh i appreciate that but that sounded very you know it's funny actually you say that i um i noticed something the other day with ashley she was on the phone with her uh, one of her girlfriends and she's like okay i love you i i love you too i love you so much i'll talk to you tomorrow and i'm thinking what if dude what if dudes did that like <laughs> can you imagine me doing that to you before i hang up yeah, that's yeah. It's, oh, it was just God. like no, I, I even said something to I her. I'm like, like it, yeah. do you always do that? And she said, Oh yeah, all the time. I, I would never do that to a guy friend. I love you. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I you know, like I was you know, I was thinking about this the other day. I was like, think about how, like you hug another man, right? You know, like I mean, so we have really good friends, and you know, we you know we, we haven't seen each other in a long time. We'll give each other hugs, right? But it's the um, but you know, we put the fist in front of the chest, so we don't actually you know make like it's not like and then we we slap the backs kind of right you know yeah i i i think you might have taught me that because i made the mistake one time of not doing that and this guy like brushed his beard a little too close to my neck and he 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 stayed back just like an extra three seconds and i felt his warm breath and i'm like (laughs) yeah i'm gonna have to 
figure so i think you saw it from a distance and you're like talk to me later i got a move you can do and it's been life-changing like, what the fuck is he doing I, that's how i hug ashley now i put that arm between me and i'm like i just don't want to get too close but anyway, no, no more talking about brotherly love. Let's talk about uh, mur- murder <laughs> and blood. Go ahead, Josh. Exactly. So uh, this case actually happened in our backyard. I, I was not aware of it. And this is kind of con- a continuation of my murder map. Uh, I don't want to call it a series, but it's these murder map, map locations around Houston yeah. that people don't really know about. And it's kind of in their backyard like this one. I pass by it every day on the way to work. Didn't know it existed, but. Anyway, uh, it involved two girls, uh, two teenage girls, uh, Jennifer Ertman and Elizabeth Pena were their names, uh, 14 and 16 years old. They had uh, been in a pool party at the Spring Hill Apartments, which are right down there past Tacos A Go-Go on 34th Street. Oh, yeah. If you've seen those apartments before, oh, yeah. yeah, it's right by us. Yeah, those are the ones they, by the way, they, they put a new paint job on the outside, and then all of a sudden they can charge like $2,200 a month for rent. Is it that one? I thought it was the one next to it, but you well, may no, be I right. Think, this place has been here no, forever. No, I think it's both of. I mean, both of them. Yeah. So for, for listeners who don't know, like what's going on, basically, they have these shitty rat hole apartments, and they 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 just like I said, they put a paint job on the outside, and then they just I don't know. Anyhow, go ahead. Sorry. I don't know. I can't imagine they charge more, but they may yeah. have. But anyway, so these girls were uh, at a party there, and a pool party. It was in 1993. It was June of 19. 19- 93 and they actually stayed pretty late i thought for their age but uh, maybe i'm just an old man but how late, they left how the late, apartments sorry, around 11 11 15 p.m they Dude, left that's not late that's what i was about that's to say not late well i don't know i mean i guess summertime maybe you're right maybe i'm just an old grumpy yeah, man but it, anyway so they left the apartments 11 15 their curfew was 11 30 and they lived in oak forest oh, okay uh which hopefully like right on the edge of oak forest because they would have had to sprint to make it that fast to Oak Forest from that location. Yeah. But anyway, they decided to take a shortcut, which was behind the Spring Hill Apartments, which was the railroad tracks, as you obviously oh, know that. Oh, yeah, I know what you're talking about. And anyone, about. That can, uh, anyone that wants to Google map it, it's um, 34th Street and 43rd. In between that location uh, is where all this took place. And if you really are not familiar with the area, uh, as our listener probably isn't in Pleasanton, you can Google uh, – tacos a go-go and find out exactly where it is in yeah. this location yeah you know and that and they, yeah sorry go ahead well they're not a sponsor but yeah. maybe they will be after this disturbing crime that that anyway that, that location that railroad um it looks uh it looks like that's where they're like you know the railroad killer we were talking about oh know? it's straight out of a movie like it looks it looks creepy as shit if you ever stop on the railroad tracks and look to the right down where the woods start it's pretty creepy I don't. Yeah, and people walk it all the time, and we have we have people. I didn't who are, know that. Well, no, you know, there's there's a lot of accidental deaths, like from kids just, you know, basically really? doing, doing the exact same thing. Yeah, just hanging out on the railroad tracks, and yeah, anyhow. Well, it crosses the bayou a lot of places too. That if I guess if there was a train coming, you couldn't get off, but yeah, in time. But anyway, so they were trying to make their way home for their eleven thirty curfew. They took the shortcut, like I said, through the. Uh, they didn't take thirty fourth Street to TC Jester which is the intersection right there by Tacos Go-Go. They instead took the railroad tracks, and along the way, there was a group of gentlemen, if you will. I wouldn't call them gentlemen. They were in a gang. Yeah. And the gang was actually called the Black and White Gang, which, ironically, the kids in the gang that I was able to research were uh, Hispanic, and there was one uh, black gentleman in the 
group. So I don't know why it's called Black and White Gang, but huh. anyway, that was the name of it. And it included a kid by the name of Peter Cantu, who was 18, Efren Perez, who was 17, Derek Sean O'Brien, who was 18, Joe Medellin, who was 18, and his brother uh, Vinicio Medellin, who was 14. Uh, they were all in the park, and what they were doing is they were initiating a new recruit, quote-unquote, uh, Raul Villarreal, who was 17. They were basically beating the crap out of him over oh, and over again. Yeah, and uh, after they took a brief pause, they were getting drunk, drinking beer, and that's about the time that these girls came by. And they saw him, the girls saw him, and these guys immediately chased him down and drug him down the hill from the railroad tracks. Uh, one of the girls was screaming for help. Uh, Artman tried to help Pena, who was the one screaming, but uh, Medellin grabbed her and dragged her as well uh, to where all the other group of the gang members were. Yeah. And they proceeded to beat uh, and rape both these girls. Some of the it was vicious. Like some of the girls uh, ended up, or one of them was missing teeth, so they were actually kicking them in the face, and it was just a terrible, terrible thing. Uh, ended up strangling them uh, yeah. to death as well. Uh, their naked bodies. Uh, which were left in the nearby woods. They weren't left at the railroad tracks where anyone could find them. They were, I guess, trying to hide them. They weren't discovered for four days. So obviously in the heat of Houston, uh, decomp uh, decomposition had already taken place by that point. Yeah. So yeah. that's not something you want to obviously stumble upon. And yeah. I'm not really sure if there was like uh, like crews out looking for them or what, because four days is obviously a long time. And I don't remember this being in the news, but I mean, yeah, we were younger then, so I don't know. I, I, I do yeah, I do have a I have a vague recollection of this. This is oh, really? one of those Yeah, this is one of those really bad crimes that I guess Oh no, um, it was it, it said it, it made like national really news. I'm sorry, say that again? It said they said it made national news. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, it hit Houston pretty hard. Yeah, it was it was terrible. Um but shortly after the murders, uh Cantu, uh, one of the gang members and some of the other gang members as well, uh went home and they started bragging about the killing to family family members, which is even worse. Um, Cantu's older brother eventually is the one who tipped off the police as to the location of the crime and who the attackers were. Yeah. Uh, so now it's all over the radio waves. News crews are making their way out there where the two bodies were obviously discovered near a TC gesture park is the actual park that you can uh, Google map as well by yeah. the uh, intersection of just North on uh TC Jester off of 34th yeah. Street before you get to 43rd. Um, and there was actually uh, photos of this, uh, the newscasters had taken and the, like the Houston Chronicle had taken of uh, the onlookers, if you will, because the crime hit the headlines pretty quick. And one of the people right. that was there smiling in one of the pictures was one of the gang members who did. No the, shit. Yeah. This guy, O'Brien, that was his name. Uh, that was sitting there smiling in the background. You know, a lot of times these people go back and revisit the crimes, but that's pretty ballsy. He's there with all the news people and just acting like it's no big deal. So they were all arrested. Uh, O'Brien, uh, one of the gang members, confessed that he and the other gang members uh, raped and beat the girls. He also confessed that he and Jose Medellin strangled Ertman. Uh, he said they had wrapped his red nylon belt around her neck then he pulled at one end while Medellin pulled at the other until the belt oh snapped in two. God. Just fucking crazy. That is fucking uh, terrible. And that belt was actually found in a search of O'Brien's apartment. So that confirmed that that story was, in fact, true. Uh, during the tr various trials for all these kids, they none of them showed, if any, remorse at all. I mean, it was they were just yeah. 
kind of arrogant about the whole thing. Uh, O'Brien, his mother and grandmother, I guess were so pissed for a damn good reason. Uh, they also testified against him at yeah. his punishment hearing, uh, and they described him as being cruel and intentionally harsh. Holy so shit. So good for them, man. That's awesome. I mean, a lot of times these families no, start know, supporting man. them, and it's like, you need to take a step back. I know they're your kids, but these two people stepped up and realized that this guy is bad. Uh, oh, uh, as a side note, O'Brien was also suspected in the murder of 27-year-old, a 27-year-old murderer named Patricia Lopez, who was found uh, stabbed to death and half-naked in Houston uh, around six months before these murders. And uh, Jose Medellin, uh, the brother of Jose and Vernencio Medellin, testified that uh, Cantu, one of the other gang members, if you remember, had told him that O'Brien killed Lopez. So they had all talked about the this killing as well before um, – O'Brien was present when Cantu made this statement that he had – basically Cantu made a statement that O'Brien had killed Lopez, and he said it. He made the statement in front of O'Brien, and uh, O'Brien agreed to it. He's like, yeah, I did it, whatever. you know. Oh, well, wow. oh, well he didn't care wow. at that point. Um, yeah. he was connect- O'Brien was later connected through fingerprints at beer bottles that were found near that case, and they also later – uh, through DNA testing, found semen that was connected to uh, Joe Medellin. So the other, there were two of these gang members that killed these other two girls, had been involved in killing this other 27-year-old mother of two. So these guys were definitely, this is not something they hadn't done before. Yeah. Um, and Peter Cantu started showing showing up as being kind of the leader, I guess the ringleader of the group, um, from what I was reading. So I guess he was kind of the guy that was spearheading all of this, but it didn't really seem to matter when it came to uh, convicting these people or getting one, getting more of a harsh sentence or not. They were all basically looked at upon as being terrible guys. They were going to get the worst punishment they could possibly get. And actually because of um, the efforts of Ertman's father, one of the girl's fathers, uh, along with the victim advocate, Andy uh, Cahan, uh, as well as others, not just those two, but they, got together and they were able to get uh, victim family members to view the execution of convicted killers. So this was actually the case that started, which I thought it was always the case that you could, I didn't even know that, that you could uh, view as a victim, as a victim's family, you could view the execution in uh, Huntsville. But apparently this case brought a lot of awareness to families wanting to witness that. So yeah. because of this case, yeah. now you can go if you're a victim's family and watch the execution take place. So that was wow. interesting as well. And there was some other stuff that came up as well, uh, uh, as well because Perez and Vill- Villarreal, if you remember, were both under 18 years old So at the time of the crime. And they were given the death penalty. So that's a problem, according you know, to our government. So it became a heated right. argument. The Supreme Court eventually decided the action was – unconstitutional and the sentences were commuted to life so uh and vincio oh. medellin also he was the 14 year old he was given 40 years in prison because of, i guess because of his age uh Ho- joe medellin by the way was a mexican citizen another thing that came up i read he was given the death penalty but he was not allowed to contact the mexican consulate at the time of his arrest so mexico now was up in arms as well and several international justice advocates protested this yeah. because Mexico, if you, as you may or may not know, does not have the death penalty, believe it or not. Yeah. And they are actually like vehemently really? against they don't? it. So they actually block any death penalty sentences of its citizens 
in other countries if they can. But in this case, Governor Rick Perry declined appeals from Mexico. I guess he can do that and uh, a stay of execution from the world yeah. court. So he basically said it doesn't matter. It's they're going to be executed. So O'Brien and Medellin uh, were both executed in 2008. Uh, Cantu was executed in 2010. And by the way, O'Brien, uh, who was the only black guy in this group uh, of Hispanic kids, uh, he was uh, buried in Huntsville's Joe uh, Beard Cemetery. I don't know if you know about that cemetery from the college days. It's the prison cemetery. The ones we used to force each other to walk through when we got all hammered. No. Well, that is an interesting story too. I did not know this, but in the 1850s, they the this Texas prison system accidentally buried people on someone's plot of land, which was this land, and the owners of the owners eventually just donated the land because uh, <laughs> once they figured out that they were burying prisoners on their land, I mean, imagine that yeah. you're like having they don't a barbecue. Need that, they don't yeah. need that shit in their life, right? No, nah, I mean it would just be weird for like your family photos at Easter when your family's over and there's like crosses being put up in your backyard. You don't even know. Mm-hmm. Why they're buried? Yeah. <laughs> um, but anyway, and Joe Beard, if you're wondering, was the state executioner, the guy that place was named after. If you're really interested into history, no way, really. Yeah, he was the he over he oversaw elect, uh, electrocutions in Huntsville back in the day. If you can believe that, back when we used Love, the chair, lovely, wow. So he and he actually admitted to throwing the switch on dozens of inmates personally. By the way, which is also creepy. Yeah. So anyway. Um, in closing here, the site that what really brought me to this case, besides the, how horrific it is, obviously, the site of Urban Pena of the Urban Pena murders uh, remains a uh, bank of the White Oak on the bank of the White Oak Bayou, like I said earlier, on third between thirty fourth and forty third Street, and yeah. uh, it's north, like I said, of the Tacos a Go Go or that strip club, whichever one you go to more, <laughs> it's in the same shopping center. Yeah. So if you know the strip club, you know where it is. If you know Tacos a Go Go, you know where it is. Uh, so. Who, whatever. Yeah, come for come for the tacos, stay for the titties. Yeah, I know. How good yeah, yeah, exactly. As that place say. is that place is fucking disgusting. By the way, oh, it keeps getting shut down. Yeah, it is disgusting, man. Jeez, right, but so the yeah, just they said a few. It was a few yards away from where the the crime took place. The memorial was put up, which were these two benches with, you know, flowers and the girls' names erected uh, on. But it was. It's not a few yards away. If you, there's actually a map out there I stumbled upon during this rabbit hole of research for this one. And the crime actually took place closer to the woods by the railroad tracks uh, in between where this memorial has been built and the apartment complex. So it didn't happen. They said it, like I said, they said it was within a few yards of where these benches are, have been yeah. put, but it wasn't. It was a little bit further away. Not that that matters, but I thought that was kind of interesting that. I guess someone got online and knew the case really well and was maybe friends with the people, with the girls and said, no, it really happened here. But anyway, I drove by this morning just to, I had to take a double take to actually look for it. I did all this research trying to Google a map where it was and I had never even seen it, but sure enough, I drove by and if you look hard enough, you can see it in the trees. No, I've seen it. I've seen it. I've seen it. Yeah. I just, Um, I never knew it was there at all. I guess I didn't realize though that's why it was there. And that's the thing. That's why I'm kind of doing these murder map things because I feel like, there's a lot of these places that people frequent that, I mean, that's like a big Frisbee yeah. golf place now, that park. That's where everyone does Frisbee, yeah. frisbee golf. And I'm sure they probably go sit on them and don't think anything of it, you know, whatever. There's, I don't yeah. think there's a story on the memorial. Maybe there is, but I think it's just their names. I mean, I would have never known what it was for, but uh, yeah. it's I mean, crazy. Th- th- just to give kind of listener like a little backstory. So that whole area 
as I, I don't want to say regentrified because that's kind of like too harsh of a term, right? Because it really wasn't like, but there 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 basically been a, a big resurgence, people moving into this area because it was really really close um, to the Heights area, um, and then in the last probably fifteen twenty years, which was that that place was definitely regentrified, and you know I guess home prices were going gangbusters. And so this is kind of the and next I talked to someone uh, area. The other, yeah, they were really, it's crazy how much prices have gone up. I talked to someone the other day who he said his dad sold his house, I think he said in the late 90s, and he sold yeah. it for $40,000. $40,000 he sold his house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the, lot, the lots are worth like two hundred grand now, yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. So if you go to that park now, I mean, you'll just see families you know, trotting along. Um, happy Sundays, the people walking dogs. I mean, I take their, my kids there, but I'll tell you what, man, I still as hell won't, won't go to that park at night. No, I agree. I mean, it's definitely, I, I, I'm just, I feel the same way. I, I really do. Mm. There's no, I mean, candlelight park, I probably would go at night, but I wouldn't go there at night. Not TC yeah. gesture. Unfortunately, it seems, uh, too busy. That's TC gesture is pretty, it's a pretty busy street. So, you never know who's in a drive by night drunk one to start some shit with you. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But anyway, that's it, man. Um, I uh it was a quick yeah. one, but uh it was definitely in our backyard, so Yeah, that's a good one, man. I'm glad there was, you know, some resolution to that. I mean just I, I, I do remember that as a little chap watching watching the news and that coming on and yeah, I just have I think I'm like I think I have PTSD a little bit from a lot of this shit. I just feel like the, the, you know, our city was just so fucking violent, you know, in the 80s and 90s. I feel fortunate. And, and I thought my you, parents were sh- – they sheltered me, but maybe it was for good reason because all this stuff was yeah. going on in the news. Yeah. Oh, well, my mom – so my mom put me fucking front and center and basically scared the shit out of me. And this is why – she's like, this is why you come home before dark. Oh, she know? would make you watch it. And guess what – yeah, and guess what? It fucking worked. However, I think I fuck. I mean, I still have like, you know. Yeah, like now I, you uh, won't go to a park I'm, anymore I'm, at I, night. It's a – well, no, I'm. You know now. Now yeah, you're like I'm all like, out of shape. I'm, I'm like, I mean, she really screwed you. Over. Yeah, you I'm fat. No, I am, dude. I'm extra cautious though, man. I mean, because of you know of of stories like this. I mean, I'm. Yeah, every time I see um, a bench now, I'm gonna be like, "What happened here?" And it could be like a it could be like a metro <laughs> bus stop bench, and I, I don't even know. Yeah, someone put a bus stop yeah, there. Anyway. Yeah. Well, right on, man. Cool. Uh, all right, glad to hear cool. from you. So well, hopefully. That was, uh, uh, We'll have all three of us back on. It will still be remote, unfortunately. I think for one more week on the next yeah. one. Or yeah. actually, you may be in town for the next one. I may be remote on the next one. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see uh, how the chips fall. I'm leaving Alaska, going back to Houston for a couple of weeks. So right on. All right, man. Well, I guess we'll uh, cue the music and uh, we'll just head yeah, on man. out. So have a good night, even though it's a lot earlier there than it is here. Sun never sets, buddy. I just keep on drinking. All right, man. Bye. We'll see you next time, and I'll see our listeners next time. Uh-huh.